live in HD from a random place somewhere in the United States comes episode 111 of the Fresher in Parland show. hi I am Fresher. And I am Parlance. Welcome to the show, everyone. Showtime. We got some, uh, you know, we got through the technicality. This is, I think this is the smoothest, like, start of a show in like a long time i blame like, I that it. i blame that last computer you had i know i did just running running on a new uh server that i got i got a pretty good deal on a lenovo uh think server or whatever so i'm running i'm running the whole shabam on there now and i got i got more cores got more memory so it's working pretty good doing Do all the stuff more cores? Like Do you have more cores than an apple tree more cores than an apple tree. I'm only running at like 58% capacity now. I was like peaking at 100. Well, before. I will say it's probably, I'm going to guess upwards of 97 degrees in my office right now. Damn, and, this, dude. and this computer is huffing and puffing. So if if uh, it's HR puffing, puff, huffing, puffing stuff. <laughs> HR puffing stuff. Puff and puff and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if my computer goes out, it's going to be on me this time. But we did get a lot of complaints about last week's audio because apparently and it was me. And like yeah, that was the, my core. It's my core problem, which is disappointing that my laptop can't handle it. But speaking of uh, technical, speaking of speaking of technical differences, disappointing that uh, Google is taking away the hangouts on air like starting september 18th or no sometime early september so it's september 12th it's september 12th yeah i don't know what we're gonna do because like this is pretty much our format is do google uh hangouts on air but um i think that <laughs> i like my i have like it's basically a face patch now if like my eye patch is <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna have to figure this this out again. I mean, right after we get kind of stuff working, we're gonna have to change over to the YouTube live format. So we'll see how that goes. So stick with us. We hope we're we hope we're figuring it out. Yeah, I think we're gonna take approximately one month off to figure that out. Probably. Yeah. Definitely, um, everybody. Yeah. So the uh, look at my hair. That's see how see that that's not that's not gel. That's sweat. <laughs> that looks really jelly. Wow. But for no sweat on your face, I mean, you're doing pretty good. That's because I've been wiping it. I just, you know, I went to the restroom right before the show started, and uh, and I I wiped my face with cold water. So there may be a little cold water in there too. But uh, <laughs> you have your makeup guy do that for you. Uh, you my like makeup guys, my makeup guys on holiday right now. <laughs> it's rough. I know it is rough. I, frankly, I don't even. I didn't know. I was. I didn't even know he had paid vacation. It's yeah, weird. I mean that wasn't in the contract that I sent up. It's true, I know, and I, I, I mean he, yeah, and this pension payment that I'm paying, jeez, no one has pensions anymore except for my makeup outrageous. guy. Outrageous, outrageous. You know what is outrageous, Fresher? You know what's outrageous? What's outrageous? This story we're gonna about we're about to share with our fellow audience members. That's <laughs> way anticlimactic. Oh. You know what's outrageous? Oh. Outrageous. This amazing thing I'm just about to say right after I finish explaining that I'm going to say something amazing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, we went on a tubing trip. That's right. Oh my gosh, we did. Inner tubing. Fresher and I and our respective cup, uh, significant others, we went on the classic... I do this every year. Every year I do it once a year for the last five years. It's a... Uh, uh, it's, yeah. a cl- it's a classic tube and river. It was pretty hot out. We did it. And 80% of the trip. Flawless. Flawless. As expected. It was, yeah, it was really good views. And I have never been inner tubing. So it was pretty cool. So I went beforehand and went and got the inner tube. I got a double inner tube for Mia and my lady. And uh, we got there. And you guys have your raft. And like, you know, you're bringing Merlin on there and everything. And uh, my wife was very disappointed to find out that the inner tube has no bottom. 
<laughs> and she had a cold butt the whole time. She was not happy about that. She thought it was going to be a boat. But, I mean, sure. I think it was fun. I don't know if you know this, but in high school, yeah, Cold Bottom was my nickname. Was it cold? Good old Cold Bottom. Old Cold Bottom. Old Cold Bottom. Hey there, old Cold Bottom. Why don't you go over <laughs> and get me a couple of brewskis, huh? Uh, old Cold Bottom? <laughs> is this because they slap you on the butt or what? No. It's because I had the tenacity to stick my arms all the way down to the bottom of the icy cooler and reach in and pull out some cold brewskis. That's it. Oh, the cold bottom. Oh, I got it now. It could have been from your story that you told on that other thing, too. No, definitely. That would be more like uh, (laughs) slick bottom. It's just bottom related. Yeah, it's (laughs) bottom related. It is true. It is bottom related. But so, yeah, also, we didn't know to bring, uh, I like, all we did was get the inner tube, and, uh, like, we're wearing our swimsuits, and uh, we actually also forgot towels. We forgot, like, most of the main important things. I hooked you up. I hooked you up. You did. You hooked us up. But then, like, you guys had paddles, which I hadn't thought of. Well, we so had that paddles. Was useful. <laughs> that was useful. But so, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty smooth ride, and, like, I had the rope and like we're holding on to the rope, which was could have worked out better if we were actually tied rather than having to actually hold each other. But we stayed like as a unit pretty much the whole time. And uh, so it all started to go downhill when after drinking my third cider <laughs> in cans, I did not throw those cans into the river, by the way. I took them home that? and recycled them. I saw a lot of cans in the river over where we started. What? I yeah. didn't see any of them. That's because you maybe I you just were, was blocking them out with your ass in the water. I was so, <laughs> so disturbed. Um, so uh, I, I had to jump. I, I, but here's what I did. I did sort of pollute the 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 river because I had to pee real bad. So I had to jump in the river. <laughs> I know, and, and that didn't help my uh, my like water not too bad having your butt in it when you got in the water. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's so cold. It's so cold. <laughs> 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 I mean, if my butt was in the water the whole time, it wouldn't be cold. But to jump in the water just to pee, yeah. it was cold. I mean, you know, do you know how hard it is to pee when your body's like, man, it's cold. Anyway. It's, it just clenches up. Every, yeah, it's hard to do. So anyway, <laughs> we're, um, I'm working my way back into the raft, and we get into the raft, and we're approaching kind of near the end of the, of the journey. And I say to Fresher, hey, Fresher, up ahead here, we definitely want to go down the middle fork, the middle part. Because the the other sides are no good, and at this point I'm also uh, like not even pointing towards. I'm like pointing like, okay, well I can't see. I have like no idea. Like I'm pointing like backwards, and we both agree. Yep, that that's a good listen to listen to listen to the old parlance. He's been he's done this four years in a row now. This is his fifth time. He knows what he's talking about, and for whatever reason, we didn't do it. Yeah, we were just like, well, should we do it? No, I don't know. Well, this is probably going to be okay. And as I suspected, it turned to, it, it, our little sunny, lazy rat, river rafting trip turned into pretty much like a class two rapids adventure. Yeah, for like 30 seconds. For but 30 like seconds. It was... And it, the thing here, it wasn't so much the speed at which we were traveling now down yeah. this river. It's because, and you got lucky because the way it was positioned. I know, we were a little bit more out in the center. Because, yeah, they were attached to the left. I was on the right. We were on the right side of the river. The river's, we're about push. I, I said above five to seven miles an hour. What do you think? Do you think that's so fast? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was way faster than we were the whole time. Like, it was like, it was fast enough, even if it's not deep, like, you can't get out because it's like, you're going to be tossed around getting out. It's like a moving people <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so we get thrown in and then i look ahead and so my wife is facing me with her back to the river i'm looking straight ahead and what do i see but two trees it was like two or three it was a lot it was two full like freshly down trees straight ahead with like not just this like the main tree stump but like all of the branches yeah like in the water not just above the water yeah, like the whole thing. So I yell, Duck! Because <laughs> we're going really fast, rapidly approaching. 
she ducks. I'm I. So we have the dog in the. We have a very little dog. You've seen Merlin if you watch the show before, right? Merlin's in there. Um. So she she's I her hat gets ripped off and tossed into the river. Merlin, I don't know what Merlin was doing. I honestly do not know what happened to Merlin. I know, like that's yeah. And then like, I, I was concerned, but the, I was not paying attention to Merlin either. I forgot. Yeah, but, yeah. And so then um, I like go to protect myself with my um, my arm. Like I'm like no, my yeah. You thought you could like lift him up, kind of or something. Yeah. Yeah, and, but no, it was like, and it was just like, uh, 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 and I was just like, whack, 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 whack. And then we, there's like a minute of reprieve, like not even a minute, like 10 seconds, if that, between trees. And then it's like, bam, right into the next tree. Back, whack, 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 whack. I know, yeah. And then, uh, so everything's going, my wife's like, where's my hat? Kind of like thing. And we're like, oh no. It was just like, like post, like trauma, you know? Yeah, it's just like it just all happened in really fast, but also in slow motion, and then we get spit out back into the calmness of the river, right? And yeah. uh, and we're like, "Whoa, that was absolutely crazy! I cannot believe we did that." I'm like all cut up. I'm like, kind I of know. like, yeah, all of our stuff is like strewn about. And we're um, talking about the hat. Like, where's the hat? Where's the hat? And so anyway, it gets down to like really shallow water. So I hop out, and then. I'm trying to kind of like pull our boat up into the kind of the main calm part of the river. And uh, I see this white thing bobbing in front of me and it was the hat. So I found the hat. Well, I mean, how did it even get in front of us? That's crazy. I don't know. I think cause we slowed down cause it got really slow and we were kind of dragging a little bit. And then it stayed with the regular current. Yeah, exactly. So um, it was terrifying. And then it went back to calmness. And then we were like, okay. And I go fresher for a f- 100%. It gets really tricky to disembark. We have to be really on it. Oh yeah. So, like when we got to the, yeah. When we get onto the end, we have to be really on it. Otherwise it's going to be, it's going to be a pain in the butt. So we both have uh, our, pa- I give uh, him, a, I give fresher a paddle. I have a paddle and we, it, there's maybe what, like, I don't know how far we weren't that far t- like we were maybe like 10 minutes out from the final destination. I think at that yeah. point, or maybe 20 minutes out. Like maneuver to get like to the right part of like the river that end up in the spot. So I'm paddling freshers paddling. I'm paddling. I'm paddling. I'm paddling. I'm paddling. I'm paddling. Crack. There goes paddle. Number one paddle. Number one goes <laughs> crack. It's gone. Right. So the, we lose like one paddle. So now we're down a paddle, but we have half a paddle technically because this time the, I was able to like, salvage the kind of bottom half of the paddle yeah and so this that, is still fairly out we still have like five minutes left here at this point yeah we're just tr- this was just trying to position ourselves to get in a good area to actually kind of like launch ourselves into the the the, the embark was a deep em, what is that called i forget the embankment i guess is the best yeah, way to the say disembarking it. area yeah the disembarking area there you go and uh so then we kind of now are uh, we're making the approach and uh, we're trying to get it. We're, it's it's really deep right in this area and it eddies. And I don't know if you know what an eddy is, but it kind of like goes in and swirls back. So you're actually going reverse current. Because yeah. We, we missed the point where like you could kind of get pushed through. And it takes us pretty much to, what would you call it? Like a pretty rocky, sheer area. Where, like, yeah, and it was really deep too. Like you can't even get out. Yeah, it was probably, I would say, 15 feet there. 15 feet deep. Yeah. Um, and I, that's a very popular fishing spot, FYI, because it's so deep there. Because you know how most of the river is really shallow. The fish yeah. hang. The fish will sit there in that deep spot. The fish anyway, chills out. Yeah, that's exactly. And you know who knows best about the the uh, about a, a hole like that? Good old deep bottoms or whatever my name is. What was my? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cold bottom. Cold bottom. Cold bottom knows all about it. Cold bottoms that you know about. Yeah. So anyway, we we ha- we end up having to go backwards and push out. Fresher hands me the other the other uh, row now to kind of like help, kind of like position ourselves to get through it. I'm rowing, 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 crack. And this time, <laughs> the row the oar just goes poop and it just pops off. I never even saw it. I never even saw yeah, it. So it cracked. Like at that point, you just have a stick. Yeah. So now we yeah exactly we have a stick. So I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, we had the we had a stick and then like the front of one oar with like 
a foot of stick on it. <laughs> and so like I just used I was like kind of in the front of our like unit thing and I just tried to like use the little paddle piece that I had to like get us <laughs> to the area. It was so, way more effort. And I think you were kicking. I was kicking. Well, I think ultimately I ended up hopping out and boom, and once it got shallow enough. A little bit shallow, uh, shallow enough so it wasn't over my head. I hopped out. You know, like I thought it was when it was like knee. I don't remember, but I was, was focusing on paddling. It was frankly, it was probably waist deep for me. So that's like maybe three feet, three or, oh, three, yeah. three, or three or four feet. Um, so anyway, but we made it. We made it. We disembarked. Um, and uh, I came home and that was it. But it was a, what was it? And my wife, I thought did a really funny job. She posted some of the um, photos that we took on the, on the Facebook and it was like the calm before the storm, pretty much. It was well, like, I mean, oh, yeah, you can't take pictures during the intense part. Unless we had one of those, uh, what's those, those, uh, oh, you, uh, GoPro? Yeah, GoPro, and you were just doing it the whole time. That's true. I kind of want to get a GoPro, but I don't think it's worth it. I feel the same way. I feel like, exactly. I feel like they're just, they keep coming out with new ones that are better and they get cheaper, and then like, I don't have anything to use it for right now. And I, I feel like if I just record, like, an hour of me doing dumb stuff. I don't want to go back and edit it to find the cool parts. I feel like for me, GoPro, it's, I, I just want to, rec- I kind of want to record like everything for that one 20 second crazy thing that happens that you, you can't explain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, but I don't want to go back and find it. Well, it's not that hard, right? You just down upload it and you remember, oh, it happened this so-and-so at this time or whatever. And then that's that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that is, that's part that, Yeah. I don't want to do. <laughs> you know what else I do? I want to do, but don't want to do. I want to get one of those tra- those um, cameras that you put on your dash for your car. Oh, dash cam! I do want to get a dash cam. I mean, that's the same I thing. About that, but I don't want to have the wire sticking out. That's what she said. Oh, I don't even know the dash cam. What? What? The the what? That's what she said. Totally works. By the way. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> but uh yeah no i think dash cams are a really good idea you see all those crazy videos and then like you just like let it sit there because you can put like a 32 gig sd card and it'll just like uh continuously record and you'll have like about a day's worth and it'll just keep overriding itself yeah that's what i want and but the thing is i feel like the only people that actively use dash cams are russians because i feel like that's I hear from what I understand. Yeah, I mean, in Russia, I think it because it, if you don't have like to prove that something happened, you know, like it's pretty good. Like for an accident, like having a dash cam will totally like help your case because there's no question. It's true. It's true. Like it's just you have the recording of what happened. So from what I understand, the reason why most because remember when that um, meteorite hit in Russia like three years yeah. ago and it was all captured on dash cams in Russia or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the reason why so many Russians have dash cams is because insurance fraud is rampant. Yeah, so, so people, like proves it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. I told, yeah, I was looking at dash cams for a while, but I just don't like um, that they have the wire. Where does I'll the wire get one at some point? Huh? Where's the Where's the wire sticking out of? I mean, you need a power cord. Oh, I see. And so, like, you need like a wire that goes like. I mean, you could totally wire it in and all hardcore, but usually it just goes to your like lighter thing. So you have to have a wire that like loops around your windshield or just hanging down. But that's dumb. I don't want to do that. I don't want that. I either. want it to be like more inconspicuous. Right, because you want to catch the fraudsters in the act. No, just because I don't want to have like a dumb thing in my car that looks dumb. But it's not dumb. It's cool. It's not. It, I mean, no. It doesn't look cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's like you could get the Ferrari of dash cams and say you have the Ferrari of dash cams. No, I mean, I don't think I don't think it'd be cool. It definitely wouldn't be cool. I'm just trying to be counter. I'm trying to like, I'm trying I guess and failing. I'm trying like to suction cups in the top corner of your windshield or something that like, yeah, I could think of maybe how to make it cool, but most of them are dumb. Yeah, I, uh, here, you want to know one of my uh, also uh, this is another man we're just going right into commuting's terrible but here's what i hate about my car i hate car, in general 
when I have a dirty front windshield. I honestly, oh, yeah. it is one of my hugest pet peeves. So over the weekend, I finally took the time because, you know, I don't know, every once in a while when the sun is like kind of directly or like a little bit above directly in front of me and I'm driving, yeah. it somehow makes all of the dirt and dust on my windshield more apparent or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just whatever, what angle, like every once in a while, like a certain angle of the sun hits it and it's like, oh, so dirty. Why? I can't see anything. This is terrible. And uh, so I've been having those moments more and more because it just so happens that, you know, when you're driving home now, the sun's at a certain angle. So it's just like that angle right now during the time of year. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like the sun city. Like, yeah. Yeah. I hate it when there's just like the one dirty spot or like bug in like the middle of your field of view. And it's on the outside and you could do nothing with yeah. it. And then you yeah, run your yeah. you won your power washing thing or whatever on your windshield wiper and all it does is smear it like a I know. three. I mean inches. it's even worse when it's bird crap because then I'm also grossed out. Like it kinda like actually like grosses me out to like like ugh. I hate this, that. This this thing that's going on right now with your eye patch, it's not even an eye patch now. It's oh, sort no, it's of not. it's like, hey, what's up, eye patch? We're hanging like... out. <laughs> <laughs> like... I got my buddy eye patch right here. <laughs> It's Zephoid Beeblebrox. I could pet him. Oh, pet eye patch. Oh, it's such a good eye patch. What do you think an eye patch sounds like? Do you think it's more like high pitch, low pitch? I think it's. I think it makes like a like a um a guinea pig noise. What is like a guinea our pig? answer? Like like kind of thing. That might be your best impression you've ever done. It's the mic, you know. No, uh, it was all but you. That, that's how. That's the sound I imagine an eye patch makes. Really, I think a sound patch sounds like this. Hey there, I'm the eye patch. What you gonna do about this? I'm not on your eye anymore. I think that's how an eye patch sounds to me mm. in my mind. I but guess you... if it talked, if it talked, that's what it'd be. I was imagining more of a like literal a animal eye patch, not like a whatever. That's like whatever morphic. What's that called? anthropomorphizing it, yeah, applying human characteristics to an unhuman form yeah but i can't remember the. i just remember the morphizing <laughs> anthropomorphic anthropomorphizing that uh, one i think i think that's what it is you know who would know good old cold bottoms <laughs> cold, cold bottom parlance <laughs> <laughs> but uh speaking of your commute all this self-driving car stuff Woo! Excellent, excellent. Yes. Wow. I like excellent segue, except for not because it's always speaking of. That wasn't speaking of. That wasn't speaking of. I said speaking of. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, but it was but contextual. Yeah. It wasn't just like it was. It was contextual. I, I was thought about this for a while. I was like, ooh, ooh, we're gonna do this one because I was thinking <laughs> we need we need to get to topics, you know. And this one I'm excited about. This uh, like self-driving cars, everyone has been like poo-pooing it and saying, oh, you know, this technology, it's coming together, but like it's not going to be like feasible for like 10 years or like it's never actually going to work and people don't trust computers. And it's like, how can it actually like navigate like uh, pedestrian streets and everything? But it's happening and it's exciting because uh, like there's a bunch of recent announcements. I think that this whole uh, Tesla autopilot um fatal accidents thing has really like um like people were waiting for that moment basically like when like a automated car has fatal accidents because that's what everyone doesn't want to happen i mean it is like it's a shame that like someone had to die or whatever but i mean it's gonna happen like it happens with like regular cars and like just those weird circumstances but now that it's happened and people have seen how it went, like all the companies, like that risk is like already like has precedence. Like it's already happened there. No one else is going to be the first one. So like, I think that's why a lot of other people are jumping in because like that, that part we're past that now of like the, um, the, you know, policy stuff. But so Uber is going to like, they're starting their self-driving car fleet this month. Like that's so soon. I'm not sure which cities it's going to be in. Pittsburgh. But have, huh? It's Pittsburgh. Is it in Pittsburgh? Because I heard that they were like, their Pittsburgh lab was doing it, but I didn't see that the, they were actually in Pittsburgh. No, I read it in this article here. It says it's Pittsburgh. Huh. But anyways, that's cool. They're going to have self-driving 
Uber cars that have an engineer and one other like test person, like because they're collecting data on the whole thing. But um, they're not going to like be driving it. But they, you know, just for policy stuff, they need to have someone who can take over in case they need to. But uh, yeah, and then they'll, they'll, like they're testing it now. Like this is something that's happening this month. That's crazy. And I, I guess in Europe, also, uh, I think it was in Switzerland. They are starting the first um, like people movers. They're like self-driving buses, like basically like airport shuttle type buses. But they're going between uh, major spots in uh, Switzerland or somewhere in Europe. But th those are starting also like in this month or next month. Those ones are going to move like they're going to not go over six miles an hour, and like they're going to go slow. But it's still like an automated car thing that's happening. And then also uh, Ford. Like, uh, they just invested in this other company, and like, I guess their CEO or whoever top person has said that they're dedicated to having self driving cars on the streets within five years, which is like crazy short time span. Like, for especially for Ford, who like it's pretty much going to kill their regular business model. But I think that everyone already sees that like this is happening, like, it's having some major car company like just because they're going against themselves by doing this, basically, because it's going to ruin the car market when it takes off. So they're, they're actually pivoting already to get into this like market. Like It's definitely coming. Like This is like, I feel like this is the tipping point that self-driving cars are going to be like dominant like in the not near future. Yeah, I mean, it, in the not so far. Well, and I, you talk, did you talk Ford as well, which said yeah. they, they had a whole plan, right? So, but it, it, I don't know. They said they have the safety driver you know, kind of thing. Wait, what? The the car's going to have a safety oh, for, driver. For yeah, for Uber. Well, no, it's not the, they said it's an engineer. Oh, okay. So they have they have their engineer as a driver, and they have a test person who's recording stats. Because this is like, it's basically a test. And they have a special computer just for logging all of the data. Because they want to collect as much data on this trial as possible to, like... Because they have to get real-world experience for, like... The systems before they can like like work out all the kinks or whatever and so like it's still a pre pre-production thing but it's like just that it's like they're this far you know what i mean like that's they already have a test product like actually in the market like that's pretty awesome you know it's funny is like i you remember total recall there was a thing called yeah johnny, i know yeah, johnny, the, johnny cab the, yeah I know. It's so funny how, like, in that movie, they got autonomous driving cars right, but they had to put, like, a stupid, like, like really dumb-looking robot in the driver's seat. I know. Whereas now it's, like, now he, it's, like, you would never need... The problem with the, a time traveler or an altered dimension now is that if they didn't have a cell phone, they wouldn't be able to get into any cab in the future. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, I'm sure there'd be something else like that in one of the other futures. I guess it's possible, but what if you forgot your device? I know. I mean, it's like uh, on Idiocracy when he had to get his like. You don't have a tattoo. Where's your tattoo? Where's your tattoo? <laughs> oh they yeah, just have the tattoo uh, for yeah, like everything. Yeah, yeah. Which the, is a good idea too. Yeah. Oh, and the tattoo machine that they have to go in and do. I know, and then it's just like state your name. It's like I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, not sure. What is like? No, not, not like, sure. His, his name is not sure. Yeah. I can't remember how they they made that work, but like, it was totally like his normal responses. They kept calling him not sure. If I'm not mistaken, the whole the whole movie. No, they did because that's what his tattoo was. Because yeah. he registered with that name. But when the tattoo machine was asking him for the name, like it worked out perfectly. That like, yeah, it was. It yeah. was totally like not on purpose, and it just understood him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um i wanted to uh point out that this would be a great time to talk about the trolley problem for those of you who don't know the trolley problem is a thought experiment in ethics the general form of the problem there is this there is a runaway trolley barreling down the railway tracks ahead on the tracks there are five people tied up and unable to move the trolley is headed straight for them you are standing some distance off in the train yard next to a lever if you pull the lever, the trolley will switch to a different set of tracks. However, you notice that there is one person on the sidetrack. You have two options. One, do nothing, and the trolley kills the five people on the main track. Two, pull the lever, diverting the trolley into one side of the track where it kills one person. What is the correct choice? And that is the choice 
that may present itself with a self-driving car. But then, yeah, have you like that whole set of thought experiments with the lever is different because it disconnects people from like there was a whole thing about like having a lever that like push someone off of a bridge versus just pushing someone off of a bridge with your hands. Right. And way more people did it with the lever. Right. It's like electric. Like, would you kill someone like with a gun to their head or would you pull a switch that electrocutes them kind of thing? Yeah. It's like you're more removed, but, but, but in this, this case, one, the lever, I mean, you're still removed. So, but because you're removed, you might not like, I feel like most people would do the one person just in general. Like, that's why it's not as much of a dilemma that exact one that you right, said. Right, but the, what's like going to happen... The dilemma is more like the... Yeah, it's kill the driver or kill the, the pedestrian. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's more... I think it's more like the um, like the school bus or like a... Or something else, I don't know. Like hit the school bus or hit I the branch? Yeah, that's more realistic. But yeah, that's the whole thing. Like which... Like it's, it's whether the driver or the passengers right. are more and, important. Right. And I, I don't know how they're going to address it. I, I wonder if they're going to reveal how they address it. Like, do you think they'll reveal it? I mean, it'll just be, I think they will reveal it, but I think that it'll just be in a, um, in one of the regulations of what's required. Like they're going to need required outcomes for all of these situations. Right. So that if you don't, if you didn't put that outcome into your algorithm, your algorithm will be illegal. You're saying it's going to be a federally or some sort of... Yeah, I think it's going to be regulated what the, your AI has to choose to do in those situations. Interesting. Because that's the same thing that it is with driving now. I mean, you have rules, of, like there's right-of-way and stuff. Like people just aren't good at following them because they're dumb. But if, if you have like really specific rules, you can decide like this is the rule that you have to follow. Like just, that's just a spec. I and so a... they can have like a spec for it and... Like, that'll just be the regulation of what they need to do. Like, they have that for airbags and whatever, like, for the pressure that an airbag has to be for safety or whatever, and, like, maximum impact speeds, like, to be sure that people are, you know, all that kind of thing. Right. It'll just be, like, another another technicality like that that they need to have to pass their safety standard. Do you think that traffic will go away when everything's 100% self-driving? I mean, I don't think traffic will go away because it'll just move slower to compensate and especially it'll be a lot faster when all cars are automated but when there's not automated cars on the road like it's always going to have to slow down because they're going to be less efficient because when all cars are automated they can draft off of each other and they can go a lot faster because everything is predictable right but when when you have not automated cars they're going to have to like like if you had a grid of all automated cars like driving somewhere you'd need to like make a little bubble in your grid for any car that's not automated or not recognized right. and that would slow things down but i think that they're gonna have um a lot of freeways and things like that will just be only automated cars allowed on them just like hov well if automated cars were like totally like 50 percent of the road they would just make lanes for them and then like those lanes would be crazy faster and then, like, it would be really annoying for everyone who doesn't have automated cars. But then, like, that's the same thing for HOV. I mean, people are annoyed when you don't have two people, but, like, you're... Driving like, that's, in the lane. That's, that's your choice in driving yourself or whatever, you know? And it would be even more your choice because there wouldn't be any reason to do it besides that you just want to drive. Yeah, it would be like, yeah. And this yes, Agreed. By the way, one of the number one things that pisses me off more than anything in the world when I'm commuting is yeah. when someone with one person does something that is designed for two or more people. Like, they, if I'm two and I see someone in the HOV lane in front of me that's only a single, yeah. Oh, that pisses me off so bad. So I bad. I know. I mean, because they're just like blatantly breaking the. I mean, it's like people are just like not honest and not good at doing things like the robots would be way better at driving <laughs> of course they would see i think if i'm not mistaken i believe in sweden or norway they're already using the the truck thing they're doing a truck thing but it's a different way so it's like three trucks so the first one's driving like by a human and yeah. then the two oh, and it just follows them and the two trucks behind tether yeah that's pretty good yeah, I mean, because they already have, like, those uh, 
automated like cruise control things, those are like way tested. Like luxury cars have had those for like five years or something, five or ten. Like lane assist and all that. That's basically what uh, Tesla Autopilot is, except for just like the next level. What is what? I guess I don't fully understand. So just so people understand, like I don't think everyone knows all of this stuff. But the good thing about Tesla's auto and self-driving car, let's say you buy a car tomorrow, a Model S or whatever, any of those things. Right now, it doesn't necessarily have an auto drive feature. But what they, it does have is this like pseudo self-driving lane assist kind of braking kind of thing. But you still have to monitor. I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, but, it's not an autonomous car, but it is autopilot. Right. And they named it that specifically because they equate it to like autopilot in an airplane. So then like in an airplane, like the pilot still needs to be there. It just stays on course and like will alert you if something like strange comes comes up. But it's not like autonomous. Right. But, but there yeah, it does ahead. the thing is it does um collision avoidance is the main difference. Because they already had lane assist and um and like uh, adaptive cruise control. Those are the two main features of like a auto cruise control thing, you know? Right. So it'll stay the same speed as the person in front of you and it'll watch the lane lines to like turn for you like slightly. But what's crazy is that because it's a networked vehicle, as in it connects to the internet, is that it's actually gathering and collecting data on said vehicle when it's in this, this quote-unquote autopilot mode. And it's actually sending this data back to Tesla and improving the overall kind of like uh, performance of the auto self-driving mode or whatever the autopilot mode yeah that's the whole that's the whole reason they're doing it is because they're collecting data on all the circumstances and so they can have a a better like you know algorithm for doing the self-driving cars in the end that's why people are complaining that it's like in beta and they're saying like something that it has control of someone's life shouldn't be in beta and like you know be allowed to be like used on the street but like that's the only way to do it like like you need to collect the data. Like you can't have a like end product like with totally ready without having a bunch of like street miles on it and stuff. And this is like the quickest way to do it. That's what uh, Uber is doing also with its like. That's why they're doing their test first because they need to collect enough data. Because you know the Uber, I mean the Tesla one is they don't share it per se, even though they do share a lot of their stuff. And so what's going to happen is, is that it's just going to keep getting better and better and better because data is going to be sending back in. They're going to start seeing the anomalies that are kind of coming from the testing and they're going to be able to account for those anomalies. Like, so the death of the person that died in the, the kind of autopilot accident, it yeah. so happened there was a white truck where the car was driving into the sun and it didn't see the yeah. truck. So like and now- it was not even on the, it wasn't on the ground. It was like, just above so it was at like windshield height where they kind of had a blind spot because the sensor like there was um like the sensor on the bumper and in the windshield had like this area that like it was just between that which is shitty sucks to yeah be i know one, sucks to be the one person that dies from it but, um, but i mean but that was my point it sucks to have but like it's good that like got through the whole media thing of like the first one or whatever you know yeah um so anyway uh I- i'm pretty excited about self-driving cars i can't Me wait too. to have a self-driving car because but i don't think that we'll have them is the difference and what, that's what i think people don't understand also what do you mean we don't we won't have them there's no reason to own one. Oh, you're talking about the fleet yeah owning yeah no yeah, i think I mean, people no still... reason to own it like that's the whole thing like why would you Unless you just want like a luxury car that's different than everyone else, like as transportation, there's no point in owning it. It's that is true. Unless it's it, it's a cost problem. It's a cost thing. Like if you want to go uh, and load in a, if you want to go on a road trip, you're going to need a whole bunch of stuff. You're going to have to load that car. You're going to have to do all this stuff. I don't think people. I think people want to have that car for the whole time. You're saying that that will be no problem. Yeah, I mean, I think that for the time that you go on a road trip like you would just rent a car. I mean, you could rent a self-driving car that you're going to bring someone else, but you'd probably get a better one that's for a road trip. Right. I, 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 I think... mean, like, like you can do all those things now with cars. And especially I love ride, sh- like, uh, well, Uber and just like the um, the car share, like uh, 
next whatever and car to go. Like I feel like I like wouldn't even really need a car at this point even. Like it would be the cost is about the same. Like if you, your car payments or whatever are going to be like $200 a month or $300 a month or something and then like gas and like insurance is another like, you know, $50 a month or something like that. I don't know how much like but like and like one ride like costs you maybe like five dollars that's like not that bad yeah i guess i mean i don't know if i think i think it works well in an urban environment i'm not necessarily sure about a a... that's true i mean it's not going to replace everything but then still at that point i don't think you're going to use self-driving cars yeah it's possible in like not an urban environment in general so i don't know uh i'm all for it i can't wait for it i i think in 10 years right you think 10 years that's probably I think 10 years for sure yeah i mean as long as like basically the world doesn't end (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean there's a lot of things that won't happen if the world doesn't end like my 50th birthday um so before the show started it's the fall season i you know the fall tv season's coming up oh really when yeah. is fall anyways, technically? Um, fall is technically, I believe, September 22nd. No, so it is pretty close. That's surprising. Yeah, I mean... Summer doesn't seem that long. No, it's terrible. I can't believe it's already the end of August. Yeah, it's... it's, it's so, I, I went to the store over the weekend to pick up some food or whatever, like gar- whatever, just random stuff, and I yeah. freaking saw Halloween stuff out. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's like a stereotypical thing and like it's just me noticing or whatever. But do those always get earlier or what? Like everything. It uh, seems I, like it just keeps getting pushed earlier and earlier. I feel like I saw back to school stuff in 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 the in like, what was it? Like early July. Yeah. And Crazy. it's like kids are just getting out of school in June. And it's already back to school. But yeah, I think it does get earlier and earlier every year. I think we'll see. How is that? I think it's because because they just want to sell as much shit. And the the more time they have on on the shelf, the more time they have to sell it. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. That's Anyway, so the full team... Maybe maybe it's because, like, logistically, like, it doesn't take them long to switch it at all anymore. Before, it was, like, a whole, like, production, like, switching out all the merchandise. But now it's just, like, takes a day or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm unsure. I think it's just they, the more time on the shelf, the more chance they have to sell it. Also, they probably had leftover stuff from the year before that they just store in a corner. And then when it comes around, <laughs> yeah. they just store in a... They just so, leave it out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Fall TV sees CVC is coming and i think it'd be funny to or fun to kind of like talk about um one show a week as that we kind of like are interested in maybe that are that's new that's coming and so i picked this week i don't know fresher i'm just throwing this on you macgyver yeah the new the refresh i watched the refresh trailer it looks pretty good i feel like macgyver is a really good show to do a refresh because it's a good um it's a good level of cheesy. Like you can you can make it. It's basically like like a Reno nine one one or like a um, you know, one of those like really cheesy shows. Except for not that cheesy. It's like still kind of a drama. Yeah, but it's like the perfect comedy because it was already like that. But then like to do it even in a new version, you can make it still more cheesy, but then still like serious. It's like the perfect series to do that with. And this trailer, it was pretty much hamming it up. It was like the boss and it it is like the best friend i feel like a team would be pretty good too you could have a pretty good good a team reboot yeah yeah i don't think that that one was more about the character i mean macgyver was about the guy too but i feel like it's also macgyver is more about just that i mean like that's that's like a common it's in the dictionary i'm sure because they add all those dumb words all the time just to say like he totally macgyvered that shit <laughs> you took the words from my mouth and that's why i picked this one because it's it's a show that actually means something different like i'm wondering like if people are kids like that are way younger than us like probably born in like the, the mid 90s have heard some and maybe even use the like word that that's way way younger is like born in the 2000s 
Well, no, because I, I'm just talking about people. Like, I don't think a kid who's 14 is going to be saying MacGyver. Like, oh, I'm MacGyvered I that. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, I think, I think somebody, they would. Maybe. I think someone in their early 20s might actually say it, and they've never seen an episode of MacGyver. So I think it is. I don't think f- I've ever seen an episode of MacGyver. What? Like, maybe, but like, I don't know. I never watched it. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch it that much, but I knew it came on before Monday Night Football on ABC. Oh, football started too. Speaking of football, well, not started. Started it. I mean, the it's game, there was yeah. one of the Seahawks games today. Yeah. I saw a bit of it. I'm kind of. I forgot about it, but I'm kind of excited to start watching it. Like you, you guys at work were talking about like whatever the preseason games were going on and the the stuff, and I felt kind of left out because I didn't. I didn't watch them. I didn't know any of these. You're like the second push or whatever. Like, and I was like, oh, I didn't see it. I gotta, I gotta watch. Oh, the, the classic, the classic football second push. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Insert football words here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what else? Wait, uh, so, uh, yeah. So my guy with this part, they're like, "How is he going to stop that plane?" Tin foil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're going to use a lot of paper clips. I like, I, I, like it's it's like the MacGruber thing on Saturday Night Live. That was really good too. Well, Mac, yeah, MacGruber was like a total playoff of MacGyver, obviously, but, but he always died, which was the funny part of it. <laughs> <laughs> MacGruber. But yeah, no, I definitely want to watch some of the um, the MacGyver reboot. I, I I will watch one episode at some point. I'm not going to make it. Uh, I think it's going to yeah, be. I don't, cool. I don't know if I keep watching it. I mean, but I like the novelty of it. And it's funny because the guy that's playing MacGyver just kind of looks like a weird version of like a modern <laughs> updated version of Harry Dean Stanton or whatever the guy's name was. Did MacGyver, he didn't have a crew like that though, did he? It was just. Yeah, it was just no, he did. Him. He did. Huh. I think, it, by the way, I'm pretty sure it was Harry Dean Stanton. No, it wasn't. Do you think they're going to do, uh, they should do the, um, what's his, ah, shoot. The one that Conan O'Brien always makes fun of. Uh, about the, he's like a cowboy or whatever. I'm trying to remember the original, oh, Richard Dean Anderson. Jeez. Anyway, sorry. Oh, Texas Ranger. Oh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, Walker, Texas Ranger. They should do that. Too. A remake of that? That would be pretty good, too. That would be that pretty would. good. Woo, I didn't know this, but did you know the Fonz was a executive producer on the original uh, MacGyver TV show? What? No. Yeah. Yep, the Fonz. Cray-cray. Anyway, uh, uh, it's it's like perfect level of cheese. I, I, I know. I, kinda... I think, yeah, it sounds pretty much the perfect level of cheese. Yeah. It, it, I'm like pretty certain the show is going to be absolutely terrible. Pretty certain. <laughs> I mean, I think that's like the goal, basically. There's no think, way it's going to be a good show. Do you think, like, because it's like you know, twenty years later or whatever, like the things that he builds are going to be more like modern and up to date, or do you think he's going to still take it back to duct tape and paperclip? I mean, it's. I think they're going to do both, but it's definitely be more modern because they have the the hacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, right. I, the, I forgot the they had the hacker. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and she just takes a hammer to a laptop. Like yeah, we can yeah. figure out this code, and she's like hitting it, and the battery falls out. And she yeah. says something like, "That's why I'm the hacker." I don't know. No, no, she's, like no, she's like, "You call that hard?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, if you guys are girls who have been watching the show, uh, want to watch the trailer, just go to the YouTube, type in MacGyver TV trailer, watch it. Let us know your thoughts at Fresh and Par or put it in the... Yeah, you can tweet us now also, even though like it's way late in the show. But yeah. um, we're here, live. We are On the Facebooks and the YouTubes and the Twizitter. Um, so I, I kind of... You, you put some cool stuff here, but I wanted to do one other thing. Uh, because I think this is an interesting topic because we just talked about letting us know how you feel. Um, NPR... Uh, is getting rid of comments on their website. Yeah, that's and dumb. It is dumb, but this is a trend now. Um, I know it's I'm, really annoying. Like well, we have to see if I at our work as well. So People let me like see. I'm trying to f- let me see if I could find the list of. I, I thought I had the list of 
Um, but it really annoys me on like, especially news sites, but just any really any site with any sort of blog content when they don't have comments. Like, I feel like reading the comments, even though they're horrible, is like half the fun. Like, I'm really disappointed when there's no comments. I feel like a comment on a site kind of makes like what the site is about, you know, like what kind of commenters it brings. Okay, so before we get into the the quick debate on whether comments should exist or not exist, here's a list of seven news organizations that have removed commenting from their website, and not including NPR. Recode, The Verge, Reuters, Mike, Popular Science, The Week, and USA Today's FTW. Okay? I feel like Reuters is the only one that, like, makes sense to me. Because I don't even think Reuters should be, like, a news place. I thought that's just where the news gets their news. It's like a repository of a bunch of, like they're like a, a distributor of news stories, right? Yeah, so I don't think that they should have comments. Okay, like I agree with you, but like The Verge or Recode or Popular yeah, the Science? Yeah, is stupid. Like there's not even news there. Like that's all about the comments. It's about like a community. It's like a lifestyle site. Um, I think we're going to uh, kind of agree on this 100%. The fact that someone removes comments from the site means that a they don't like their audience because they don't like what people are putting there. Yeah, right? which means they don't like your audience, which you should always like your audience regardless. I know, of- yeah, I mean, change. Yeah, that is that's a great point, right? And two, um, comments. Um, even let's just say like there's ninety percent are comments you just don't like because you don't like the kind of points that they're making. Ten percent of of commenting can be very insightful to the business and potentially explain the success or failure of said of i think they, they don't even they just don't want to even like bother with it like even if there is like useful data in there it's just like too much it's so like it, not wanting to go to a thrift store you i just want to like go to the procured or the, i mean the i always say that the wrong word but yeah i have a, a fascinating story about commenting so um as you know i do some data stuff. That's a thing I do. Yeah. And um, so a lot of stuff that are is required in the world of data is to take large bits of data and analyzing said data, right? Um, there's a fascinating article about BuzzFeed that came out about um, maybe a year ago. And it was from the lady who, um, the woman who ran their data kind of, kind of um, analytics group. She yeah. also happened to write, a um, article that was very popular on BuzzFeed, but it's not, it wasn't an article about collecting data. It was an article about uh, 50 things or 25 things, you know, that, you know, you grew up in an Asian American family kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And the, the long and short of it was this story was, would be, would go down in popularity and then go up and then down. But this is over years. Like this thing would just pop up, grow crazy again, and then go down. And then it's, would go viral again. And it got, went viral over and over again over the course of two years. Yeah. And they could not figure out why this story kept hitting because there had been previous to her writing it, there was like 20 or so exact same stories. Like, yeah. 25 reasons you grew, you know you grew up in an Italian-American family. You know, 25 reasons you know you grew up in a whatever, blah, 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 insert ethnicity here family, right? But none of yeah. those had st- staying power. But this Asian one did. And they figured it out. And guess how they figured it out, Fresher? The comments. The comments. That is correct. So, so what was it? So all of the other ones, all of the other stories were just straight up like, uh, meatball. like if it was Italian, it was like stupid things like, and again, I'm being culturally insensitive, but it was effectively like, oh, meatballs for dinner, lunch, and, and every day, you know, kind of thing, like the Italian thing. <laughs> like that, Italian. And every day. <laughs> <laughs> Bada bing, a gabagula. Anyway. A like gabagula? <laughs> Is that... Uh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then what? But so in the thing, the last one. Okay. So it was twenty-four, kind of like, and I'm making the number up, but whatever. All of them except for one, the last one, which was criticizing their parents for essentially doing all of these things and forcing them to do all these things for one through twenty-four. Yeah. And then on the twenty-fifth, it said. And even though I said all of those things, if it wasn't for my mom and dad, I wouldn't be where I am today. Oh, yeah. 
So it was like funny, 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 criticizing, criticizing, criticizing. And then the last one was like heartwarming. Yeah. And people read that and they would like be emotional about it. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of criticizing and then like the heartwarming. Exactly. It's like a haiku. Right. It was like criticized, but also funny. And then the last one was just like, and thank you for being that way. And so they, how did the comments explain it? Because the, they couldn't figure out why it was so pop, but they started to see in the comments, like, oh, like a lot of the comments would be like, oh, number 15, that's so true or whatever kind of thing. But they started parsing and doing um, word clouds or whatever, or whatever, analyzing the yeah, comments. There's a bunch of stuff you can do. Like it's great data. Yeah. So they parsed the data and they started to see comments saying like heartwarming, tears, cry, whatever, which was counterintuitive to the actual comedy of the article. Yeah. So they started examining those and they started to see people saying, oh, when I read this and the last one made me cry, I had to share it. Yeah. And people kept rediscovering it and the last one incited an emotion that made people want to share it. And the only way they figured that out regarding the virility of this, this one particular piece yeah. was through the comments. That's pretty good. I mean, that's, that is like a whole nother reason like to like keep them around. I don't know. Like, I think it's a bad idea to have the comments, but another, um, the bad idea to have the comments or to not no, have to the like comments? get rid of them. Okay. But another reason, another thing that I think a lot of people who want to get rid of comments say is that a lot of the readers don't like the comments. And so it's not representative of their base. It's- and so like the people who are commenting are the ones that they don't want. So that's not their that's not their base. So it's like people who don't comment are the ones that they want. So uh, here's let let me I'm just and this is my personal opinion and I think we're going to agree on this one but I'll just as a counterpoint to that exact argument a quick a quick stick in for our thing too. We got a, a tweet from Andreas with a good MacGyver jet ski coffin uh link I retweeted for everyone there. Okay. Um, From a commenting standpoint, okay, like it's hard to get people to do anything on a site, right? It's easy for someone to visit a site. It's hard for someone to read 50% of the story. It's really hard to get people to read 100% of the story, right? Yeah. I would argue that it's even more hard to get someone to read that story and then comment on that story, Okay. And to me, yeah. a person who's commenting on the story has at least taken the time to re- read a majority of the story, which I think is a more valuable member to the site or visitor to the site than someone who, co- who sees a headline, clicks it, reads the headline, reads the first paragraph, and then leaves. And because I think a person who makes a comment is going to come back to see how people respond to the comment and then potentially Yeah, respond. I mean, that's, that's the whole idea with having like the social integration stuff in the first place like having it be customizable and everything. But I think people just want, they're going back to the whole bulk thing and they would like want less complexity. Yeah. Uh, volume, volume versus. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, it's possible. I mean, I did read that uh, NPR used that uh, discuss AP, like the discuss kind of like third party commenting thing. Yeah. Which is like, build your own commenting. It's not that hard. You don't need to use a third party. Right. And I think CNN, I know a bunch of people use the third party. Yeah. Doctor. Uh, Gawker was using the um, what was it called? Uh, we like one of our sites was trying it out for a, a live fire. I've seen oh, sites with live fire. Yeah. Um, speaking of Gawker, they're uh, formally shutting the doors this uh, next week. They're gone. Yeah, Gawker, that's crazy. Gawker.com. Like all of them? Yeah. You, well, you know the story, right? No. What? Okay, I'll give a brief thing because we're running out of time here. Gawker was sued by Hulk Hogan because they released a sex tape where he was having sex with his um his his best friend's wife what really i didn't know that yeah that's only half the story though and and wait but gawker released it that's crazy like usually a major publication wouldn't release something like that well they only released like maybe 10 seconds of it or whatever but in any case he sued and they won and it was like some crazy amount of money like a billion dollars or something ridiculous (laughs) oh really yeah well maybe not a billion but enough to put gawker Enough to put Gawker pretty much out of business. And that's what's yeah. happened. But wait, there's more. Peter Thiel. Do you know who Peter Thiel is? I do not. He's a venture capitalist. He made a ton of money with, on, on PayPal. 
Yeah. And then he, oh, he became, the PayPal guy. Yeah. He became an angel investor, then put money into Facebook, and then made billions on Facebook. Yeah. Well, they Gawker uh, revealed to the world that Peter Thiel was gay. Okay. Yeah. And Peter Thiel, having tons of money, decided to make it his mission to to somehow try to close Gawker. Oh yeah. I mean, he could just buy it and close it. But he no. He was way worse than that. He started yeah. funding lawsuits of, for people. Oh, just anybody to sue them? To sue them that had cases and just so happened this Hulk Hogan case was like one of them. Peter Thiel paid for all of Hulk Hogan's lawyers in this case. <laughs> yeah. So he just has the best lawyers to get the most money. That's pretty yeah. good. By the way, your audio is gone. Your oh, audio no. Totally gone? Not totally Wait. gone. Not totally gone. It's, it's back. It's back. It's back. Okay. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So he bankrolled all of these lawyers across all of these lawsuits. And just so happened he hit the lottery with the Hulk Hogan one. And in doing so, Peter Thiel got his revenge on <laughs> Gawker. And now nice. Gawker has to, is, is going out. It's going under. They're under. They're done. They, they're like being sold for pennies. they owned by like AOL or something? No, they were independent. They were independent. They were owned by Nick Denton, the, the creator of Gawker, Nick Denton, who's like bankrupt now. Nice. I mean, I guess not so, nice. I don't know. But I mean, if they're being jerks, yeah. nice. But I mean, it, it, it ruins like all the other sites in the network that were pretty enjoyable, which was like Jalopnik, um, io9, Lifehacker. No, I don't think so. I think they were all part of this thing. And I think they may get bought in out. In that was one of my favorite blogs. And that was a Gawker blog. Yep. It's going to get either sold or shut down. Was. I can't remember which one. Gizmodo. Gizmodo is uh is the uh is the, the Gawker a one Gawker site. Yeah. Uh mm. G- Kotaku, the video game one. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, so like yeah, it's crazy, right? Peter Thiel that got his crazy. revenge. Thanks for the yeah. uh filling me on the story. I didn't know at all. I was unaware. Yeah, and there was a lot of like people are pissed off at Peter Thiel, but you know what? P- because they were saying I guess here's the thing. I guess there's like laws in place that prevent some of this stuff t- from happening, but he didn't actually break the law because he wasn't getting any compensation from the, yeah, he was the lawsuit. Like, yeah, just because. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, we're, we've been I mean, on for about an hour now. If he the lawyers, he would have just like found out what he can do legally. <laughs> ex- ex- pretty much, right. It's, and this is one of those things. It's like you don't need to buy someone to put them out of business. You could literally just keep just wait in the weeds until some, they do something stupid and then sue them into oblivion, and then which just is effectively like, get what he did. in contact with whoever had that happen to be like, do you want to sue him? That is a really yeah, good exactly. idea. It's, it's, I know, it's like evil genius kind of stuff right there. It's kind of I mean, like... It's not even that, ter- it's like not even that evil. Like if I was super rich, that's what I would do. Really? You would just shut down a website? I guess if you had a vendetta. No, no, I mean if I was pissed at him. Because you could just buy yeah. it too, but I think that's way better than just buying it. It's way better. You've like totally destroyed someone's it's probably career. Cheaper too, and it like looks worse for them. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then it the also is. like is actually justified because if they weren't doing anything to get sued, then they're going to be safe anyways. But they clearly are. Exactly. It's, so it's just mean, pointing out their faults. Yeah, because you know what? The funny thing is, prior to this lawsuit, people hated Nick Denton. They thought he was a sleazebag. Yeah. Now people are like rushing to like defend Nick Denton because Peter Thiel did this to them. So it's really yeah. like sleazebag versus sleazebag kind of thing. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Fletcher, I don't know if you know this, but we're part of a podcast network. Did you know that? What? It's true. It's soon to be, that is the soon to be named Ooh, network. You got, I got it right. It. I got it this time. I got it. Do you want, do you want, do you care, do you care to recite any of the uh, podcasts that are on the soon to be named uh, network? I mean, I know that you can see all of them at soon to be named network.com. And I know Ooh. that one of the most popular comic book podcasts in the universe is, uh, you know, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Longbox Hero. I had it before I was making this embellishment, and then, and then it just left me. Longbox here. It's true. Longbox Heroes. Longbox Heroes after dark. If it didn't make the, if it's uh, extra, it's like a little extra darker version of the uh, kind of what's on their mind. We have the, the very, Batman version. The bat. 
exactly. <laughs> they, they bring up the after dart signal and uh, and shoot it in the air. Ooh, speaking of, we know uh, Leonard from uh, Longbox Heroes listens to the show every week. He sends us amazing notes. He comments every week. Um, Leonard, Fresher saw your your cover art of you and, oh, yeah. and Todd. Oh, yeah, really cool. And your like Todd it. shooting in the air. He really liked it, and he wanted to know how we could get in on that action. So if you care to let us know in your notes, just let us know. Or like better the, yet, uh, pass the cross cross cast commenting. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if you care to reach out to us publicly or privately, we're interested. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there's also Puzzle Warriors 3, the most popular uh, podcast out there regarding the game Puzzle marvel puzzle quest if you love popping bubbles and you love people talking check it out we also have uh podvocacy with jason and david uh (laughs) (laughs) we also have a prime defective um we also have uh profane arguments those uh, i think are i think i got them all because i'm not counting the ones that don't do one every week anymore they're out that's not um, we're doing it every week we got it down but we're gonna have to refigure out this thing because Hangouts is going away. So, yeah, we'll be back. Um, we're, we're gonna we'll, figure that. Figure this, we'll, we'll this stuff out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching episode 111 of the Fresher and Parland Show. Please tip the waitress on the way out and thank you and enjoy your weekend. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. It's true. Well, you don't have to stay here, but you could actually go onto the YouTube and watch any one of our other episodes, which are equally as fantastic, except for last week's last half where we couldn't hear fresher. So, <laughs> And like half of all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. Fresher saying later, taters. <laughs>